Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Maryland sports fans. There's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Singer-songwriter Ryan Warner from Columbus, Ohio, taught himself how to play guitar in 1996. He went on to minor in classical guitar for a year at the University of Toledo. Besides the guitar, Ryan also plays banjo, harmonica, and percussion, and enjoys writing and singing songs as well. Ryan has a new Americana-themed project on the way, and we talk about that as he joins me for this next edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hello, Ryan. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. Glad to get a chance to catch up with you, talk to you about what's going on in your music world. You are in um, Columbus, Ohio, is that right? Yeah, I'm in Columbus, Ohio. All right, good deal. Is that uh, where you've been your whole life? No, I'm, uh, I'm still playing music in Florida, Ohio. So not too far away, but uh, I'm a little bit south now. Yeah, okay. Um, I was reading over some of the... Uh, some of your notes, and uh, you started playing guitar in '96 as a as a youngster. When when did that start for you? Um, I'm a, a freshman year in college. 
I think the guy who I worked for in the, during the summertime gave me his old guitar. Okay. So I started, I started learning, playing, and that's what I would do in the dorm room in between classes. Yeah. And then uh, uh, went on to college from there, right, to study a little bit? Yes, that study, um, it took a while. <laughs> it seemed like every, every time I uh, started getting into school, I would start making headway in the music scene, and uh, we would play like, you know, three, four, five nights a week, and then I would eventually not go to class very often. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I, it was fine. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, when when did uh, when did songwriting when did that part of it come in for you? Songwriting came in, I think, pretty early, but not. It didn't manifest itself until probably about five years later, six years later. Um, I had a bunch of friends that were poets. So uh-huh. I would go to the like, open mic nights. Okay. And read poetry and stuff like that. And um, I started figuring out that besides guitar music, the one thing that drew me to music was the lyrics. Yeah. Um, and if the lyrics weren't very good, you know, it didn't really hold my attention. Right. Um, so I think I was playing a band with about four or five other people at the time. And I was just starting to write songs, and we didn't play any of them. They weren't very good. Um, but after we broke up, I went to live in this place called the, Con- the uh, Conway Art Center. And I lived alone, and I started writing um, a lot of songs. So, actually, a couple of the songs are on, will be on the new album I have coming up here at the end of the month. Okay, awesome. So, um, yeah. And what, what, um, what what was your musical influences along the way? What what kind of style do you uh, uh, did you did you morph into? What what's your favorite thing to play, and and what influenced that? Well, my my all time favorite is um, the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Okay. Um, even even today, like Grateful Dead, hands down. And I think it's really because the nice storytelling lyrics with improv jam. You know, jazz, country, uh-huh. blues, uh-huh. Um, all that stuff is thrown in there. Um, as I started making other friends outside of, you know, the people I play music with, I meet DJs. Um, I knew a bunch of, of punk rocker kids. Um, so all that became influencing me. Um, you know, I was really big into, I, I love Rancid, uh, the punk band Rancid. Um, I started figuring out that a lot of the, you know, he all his songs on the piece of guitar. Oh, cool. With the lyrics. Okay. And um, a lot of those are just like C, F, and G songs. Yeah. Um, there's the source in there, and then you have, you know, punk rock, but if you take it all away and play a little different approach, you have, like, a folk or bluegrass song. All of a sudden. So, um, you know, the more, the more music I listen to, um, it may not show up in the music, but it definitely plays a part in the music. Mm-hmm. When you when you kind of reinterpreted some of those songs, did you get a chance to play them out for other people? You know, sometimes we did. Um, but I, was, I was just recording um, a James Edition song, Ben Caught Stealing, um, yeah. here in my house. Yeah. 
So I, and I, I made a, I made a bluegrass song out of it. Oh, cool. Same chords and everything. Um, and then this week I was sitting at home. I forget what magazine I was looking at online, and they talked about um, your uh, Molly Tuttle. Her album came out. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I was not most familiar with her before, but so I, I get it because I have a feeling she's playing some dead songs because of the title. Um, and she does. She, she plays a Rancid song, I think, track seven, perhaps, huh. and then following up is a, is a Grateful Dead song. Okay. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is phenomenal. Like, Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I totally love it. Like, so. And you, you play other instruments as well, right? You, not just guitar. Um, I play some, a little bit of banjo, harmonica. Um, I used to play bass. I had I had that solo information. I'm not even sure where it's at right now. Um, and then some hand, hand percussion, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you, most, I'm mostly familiar with, with guitar. Did you play any of those instruments on, on your recordings? Yeah, I play all of them. So on the recording, I play um, guitar, rhythm lead, and harmonica. Okay. Um, I didn't bust a banjo out in this session, but, um, you know, maybe next album I have coming up. Yeah, will, okay. But, and so you, you have a new project um, that you're you're still working on, right? It's not quite ready to come out? Not quite. It's all recorded. It's all over. Um, this guy, he's, he's mastering it right now. I have two tracks back right now. Okay. Um, it'll be 12 total. So he said it should be done by the end of this week. And do you have a title for it yet? Um, yes, I do. Um, One that we're sharing yet, or is it? Is it not? Are we not sharing that yet? <laughs> no, I had to find it because I had to do a mind like this. Um, the, title, the title of it is called Young Skin Heart. Okay. Uh, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense as it is, but um, that's also a song on the album. And and um, and that that is uh, tell tell us that again. Young skin heart. Young skin heart. Okay. Uh, so basically, what that's about is um, when I first got married, my life it was the the youngness that we both felt mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things are lining up for thirty two, but we're going on six. Um, even to this day, like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking 43 now, but we're still big kids. Mm-hmm. Like, we still like to play and be creative and, um, you know, that doesn't change at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that's the whole point of that song is, um, people that are getting older by year, but, um, they refuse to grow up, basically. Yeah, okay. And the, the flavor of this record is going to be along the lines of the Americana Grateful Dead kind of feel? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even though I uh, listen to all kinds of stuff, um, that's that's a style that comes out of me. Yeah. Um, which I find great for, you know, telling stories or lyrical yeah. endeavors yeah. or and plus I just like playing sometimes really fast like yeah, like this guitar. Now, are all of these original? Yes, they are. They're all original. Um, Eleven of them, no, sorry, ten of them have lyrics. One, oh, one is a, is a 
uh, banjo instrumental. Okay. And um, the other one is it's instrumental. It's finger picking on a guitar and with lead guitar over top. Um, I started writing these songs maybe three years ago. And I, I got this. I got a brand new guitar, and for some reason, I picked it and sound right on it. So I started finger picking all this stuff and all, all these huh. classes from. University of Toledo, I used to, I spent time as a classical uh, guitar writer. So they all came back, and I started writing these songs that were more like I, if, if the Grateful Dead was in a, a you know, started doing finger-picking um, no lyrics. Okay. So really opened up um, these big improv jams I had with myself. Huh. So... Um, I have about eight and nine of those written right now, and I put about one or two on an album. So, and I I read where you um, actually like writing songs uh, that don't have lyrics, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I like writing both, but um, sometimes you know I get like up at five o'clock in the morning, uh, mostly every day. So it's really nice to sit here with a cup of coffee or something and just start finger-picking and see what happens and um, you, you know, capture the emotion of, of whatever I'm feeling or mm-hmm. of, the, of the room or whatever and um, you know, you can jot things down and then just kind of, you know, I'm not one, similar to the Grateful Dead, I don't like to play songs the same way twice. Mm, okay. Um, so that so these improvs, kind of improv jams, and the chord structure stays the same. But um, you know, I'm afraid to to, to add me or do what I want within those confines. Make up a, a a part that goes in the middle here, a part that goes in the middle here. Um, the song that's on the on this album coming out is called "Coffee with Lincoln in the Man," which I wrote up in Canada, and uh, I probably recorded this song at least ten times. They're all, they're all, like, it's the main parts of the song, but they all sound completely different um, when they're recorded, like, all together. Um, you know, that, I think it's a, a fun way to play, and it's interesting to, um, you also capture the moment of, of right then and there when you're recording it. Now, are you doing so, these in your own studio, home studio? Yes. Okay. Um, I record, record here, I've always done that, um, and with technology, we got a little bit better, I think. So um, I record here that I just send them over to uh, the guy I have who mashes them for me and mixes them for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he gets them back whenever he has time. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And when you get to play these out, do you um, go out solo or do you have a, a group that you work with when you play live? Um, I had a group. I've, I've, I've had various groups. Um, Right now, um, solo, um, and I think I don't, you know, with good looking shows right now in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, I played one two weeks ago. I was, I was outside in a parking lot. Okay. Um, solo gig. That was for, yeah, the solo gig. Um, I think there's like three or four bands, and it was for a, um, it was for a storage, like Halloween party. So we were outside, um, 
But that was the first time I played um, here in Columbus. I didn't buy a whole lot out there. Mm-hmm. I started. Um, yeah, it's been tough on everybody. Yeah. But, um, but I figured, you know, this is the time now to pull out a bunch of songs and everything I've written and just start laying it down in, into the into a studio type deal and get it recorded. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, this, this will be coming out hopefully in November and then probably in January I'll start back doing it again and ha- I already have songs for the next album. Oh, yeah. So. yeah, okay. So just turn right around and do it again. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. I think I read where you're also, uh, you're into art, photography. It's not just music, right? There's other things you do in the creative world? Yeah, that's correct. Um, yeah, I started out being a, a painter. Um, okay. Yeah, cool. I started painting in between. Uh, I was with my bass player and my uh, singer at the time. And when we were home, I was just paint. And I started making that and design work. And uh, then I got into photography. So today I still do uh, uh, photography. Um, I do web design. But, um, you know, for the past couple of years, I've, been, I've been, been drawn back to writing. And I finally realized that, you know, I don't really have to, to write books or um, that sort of material. I have all these songs that I've written, and I just keep doing that. Um, so I think it's, it's a perfect, one of my perfect mediums, I think, is to combine the lyrics with, with music. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's a good synergy there even between the the imagery that you create matching that up with some of your songs as well. Do you do, you do the artwork for your, for your uh, CDs? Yes, yes, I do. Um, all that stuff. I have to go and this week I have to, to lay out the inside of the jacket for the um, CD cover and then the back cover as well. But the front one's all done. Um, you know, all that stuff, all that stuff I find is, like, I, I, I love doing that work. It's phenomenal work to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. We started out back when I was in my 20s. We would do albums at home we didn't have computers or um, printers then, so we would we get um, oh shoot, we get a bunch of magazines and cut out stuff and we make flyers and get a kinkos and mm-hmm. print those out, print it, print the album covers out, and they all be black and white or something. That was the cheapest way to do it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I don't. Come a long way since then. I I don't think the young generation, because uh, I've done that too, and I, I don't think the young generation appreciates the art form of um, clip and paste and and then you know stealing from from uh, uh, type from magazines and newspapers and yep. and cutting out little portions of a picture and making a different picture you know and I, I'm not sure if that type of art form has a particular style but uh, I'm a little bit older than you and I remember being in college and that that was that was the way to make a, a show poster for a, a bar gig somewhere you know is to kind of that that clip That's and right. clip and paste and then you know run 50 copies off at Kinko's black and white and stick them all over the place um, yeah remember like Trying to scrounge like five, five, ten dollars up, and you know, me and whoever else would get in the car and go to Kinko's and do it, and then we would 
just drive around all the places and put them up, all the coffee shops in town and put them up and yeah. stop by the bar and play that, put them up there. Yeah, I, I miss that art form. Everybody's using uh, Photoshop now or something like that, you know. It's uh, it's more clean and polished, but there's there's something kind of cool about that um, that messiness of that clip and paste and you see the you see the shadow lines when the copies run off and all that kind of craziness so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool so you've, yep, you've released yep. a couple singles is that right um i released an, uh, an ep uh i'm sorry an ep last year okay um but but no singles EP, from this new new record yet nothing yet okay um ep i released last year I, didn't, I, I think I did all myself. I, I didn't have anyone help me with it or, or master it or any mix and stuff. I did everything. But um, I realized at the end of it that writing the songs and the lyrics and music and organizing them and playing them all and recording it all and then trying to finish it up, um, I, didn't, I didn't really have the training to know if I was reading about songs have to be at a certain level for radio play and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know if I had if I achieved that or not. Mm, okay. Um, I, I made a lot of recordings, you know, throughout the years, and most of them pretty low fi. Um, so this one, I, I want to make sure that it was not a low fi recording. It was a you know legitimate recording mm-hmm. that was finished off by someone other than myself for yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so cool. far, I can tell a little bit difference, but um, it, sounds, it sounds good from what I've heard so far. Yeah. Um, and just to have somebody else's ears and, and their mind, like, listen to a new song, all the tracks, and then rearrange it how they see it, um, is it, pretty good. Yeah. I, I like how that works yeah. out. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, the new record is Young Skin Heart, and uh, you think it's going to be out sometime uh, by the end of the month, and um, people want to listen to it, want to get in touch with you. What's the best way to do that? Um, it's going to be on all the streaming services. Um, so Apple, Spotify, um, you can play music, whatever it is. Um, Whatever else is out there, I think, you know, I think 30, 40 different ones that will be on. And your website? Um, my website is ryanwarnermusic.com. ryanwarnermusic.com. Yep. Yep. Okay. And I have, I'm going to get um, physical copies made as well. Yeah. So. so they can purchase that from you, from the website or from the... Yeah. The, okay. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, thank you, Ryan. Enjoyed talking with you and certainly wish you well with this new project. Well, thank you so much. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now I gotta borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.
Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.